0: opportunities to serve. There's a place for you. I'm glad you tuned in. Our scripture this morning is from John's gospel. Listen for the word of the Lord. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down and looked in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting there with the body, where the body of Jesus had been laying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, "Woman, why are you weeping?" She said, "They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him." When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, "Woman, why are you weeping? For whom are you looking?" supposing him to be the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabbanai, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This is the word of the Lord. Be to God. Amen. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've been pondering a line from Gerard Manley Hopkins, and you know it's a bad sign when the preacher starts with poetry. But Gerard Manley Hopkins said, Let him Easter in us be a dayspring to the dimness of us, be a crimson crescented east. The poem is one of Hopkins' masterpieces. It comes at the last of the 36 stanzas. It's the fourth to the last line. 288 lines to be exact. But the fourth to the last line is the one that I've been thinking about as he talks about the wreck of the Deutschland. Let him Easter in us. uh, Be a day spring to the dimness of us. Be a crimson, crescented east. Speaking archaically, of course, To Easter means to turn towards the east or to head towards the east. And Hopkins may have had that secular definition at least partly in mind, but he's playing with us. He's toying with us because he's not talking about a direction at all, but he's talking about what? Resurrection. And so we think of graveyards the way they are historically laid out. They are laid out so that the feet of the casket faces to the east. And then when, symbolically speaking, the Lord comes again, people just sit up in their tombs and they are face to face with their risen Lord. Let us Easter in Him. Let us face the east. But it's not about direction Hopkins is talking about. He's talking about the work of resurrection that Jesus is doing in our lives. This Eastering within us. Jesus brightens the darkness within us. Jesus is as a dayspring to the dimness of us. Jesus is like a crimson torch through the darkness of the night before resurrection dawn. Jesus is the one who shines the light on our path. He easters. He easters within us. He leads us. He guides our steps. He directs us through the storm, through the night, even through the valley of the shadow of death of which Jesus was intimately aware. He Easter's within us. He rubs off on us. Jesus quickens our pulse to the songs of praise. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, early in the morning, my song shall rise to Thee. He Easter's in us. He trains our hearing, our listening, to hear the birdsong and the trickle of nature awakening all around us. He's Eastering in us. He helps us hear the longing in the voices of our brothers and sisters that we read in the newspapers on the headlines. He helps us to hear the cries of distress from those who have been forsaken even as He was forsaken on a cross. He Easter's in us. He reorients us to the wonder and awe of creation. Do me a favor right now, and if your necks and backs allow it, turn around and look at that window. Hmm. I get to stand here on Sunday mornings while that sun is beaming through, and you, you only have to look at me but I get to look at that and there's something glorious happening on that light. It's something that we cannot control. It is the goodness and the bounty of God's creation. This is God's doing. Jesus Easter's in us. He orients us to the the beauty of creation. He shapes and He sharpens our intellect. He Easter's in us. He stiffens our resolve to do good in the world and to stand up not only against evil, but the more insidious danger of apathy. He's Eastering in us, stirring within us to do good things and to, to, to live for Him by the power of the Spirit. His Spirit works within our flesh. He orients our thinking. He orients our passions, our energy, our conscience. Jesus the Christ, He walks with us. He is the voice of our voice, the touch of our touch, the thoughts of our thoughts. He whispers and He sings and He cries out. He won't let go of us. He Easter's in us. I will build you says the prophet, and you shall be built. Well, Jesus is the builder, the cornerstone, the co-worker, the sweating spiritual friend. He's the one one swinging the hammer. He's the one making all things new. He Easter's in us. I have loved you with an everlasting love, God says in Jeremiah. Jesus is the lover. Jesus is the one who said as He was dying on the cross, forgive them for they know not what they do. He was giving us the benefit of the doubt that we didn't deserve then and we don't deserve now, but from the foundation of time and even from the dizzying height of the cross, He was Eastering in us. You shall take your tambourine, says Jeremiah, and go forth in the dance of merrymakers. Jesus is the Lord of the dance. Amen? He Easter's in us. And you shall plant vineyards, and you shall enjoy the fruit. Jesus is the true vine. His sacrifice is our cup of salvation. He Easter's in us. Help me say that big word, the big Easter word. Help me say it. I didn't hear you. He Easter's in us. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, the psalmist says, for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and ever. Jesus is the forever in us. Jesus is the love that spoils. It rots. It goes bad unless we share it. Jesus' love spoils in us unless we share it. Jesus is the one who gives us this love. He Easter's in us forever dawning in and on us. Early on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene, she came to the tomb. She found that the stone had been rolled away. She went to the disciples, to Peter, and to the disciple that Jesus loved. We presume that's John. We don't know for sure. John and Peter, they ran to the tomb. John outran Peter. He did not go into the tomb. Peter finally got there, and he went into the tomb. He saw the grave clothes rolled up. John then went into the tomb and saw that it was empty. And John, Scripture tells us, John believed. John believed Peter, we don't know what he thought. We don't know what he made of the scene. But Mary didn't. Mary did not believe. Not yet. She mistook Jesus for a gardener. Woman, why are you weeping? For whom are you looking? She says, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've laid him and I will take care of things. And Jesus says the most profound word He can ever say to us Jesus calls us by our name. And He said to Mary, He said, Mary. And that's when Mary believed. He said her name. She knew He was known. She knew she was known. And had been known all along. The One who promised never to abandon her had not abandoned her. The One who promised never to abandon those disciples never left. He had been Eastering in them. Jesus had been kindling a holy light for that graveyard dark. A day spring to the dimness of us all. A crimson, crescented east. Jesus Easter's in us still. Especially in the dark times we think we just might not survive. Jesus Easter's in us. Kindling perfect light at the edge of of every dawn. The Lord is risen. The Lord is risen. The Lord is risen. He is risen and He easters in us now and still and always. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. and alleluia. Thank you for joining this podcast of First Presbyterian Church Champaign. Visit us at our campus at the intersection of Church and State Streets in downtown Champaign. And for more information, visit us online at www.firstpres.church. Have a great week.